The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Hey, 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 hey. Cut it, Ethan. Cut it. Cut it. Welcome along to the real pod. This is your reality Puaka Fakata TV and Aotearoa pop culture all wrapped up in a lovely little bow. That's our podcast. That makes sense. Oh, mic issues. Wow, wow, that was like poltergeist. That, that, Duncan's microphone just swung, it just swung like away. you wouldn't believe. It felt like a really bad review of me as a podcaster. I was like, no, <laughs> no. thank you. You're I think we should do a seance in this room I for Halloween. I don't like any of that sort of oh, thing. Oh, you don't I'm like in. that? I'm in. I'm in. No. I'm in. I've done an amazing... I told you I talked to David Longy. I thought you were going to say David Lomas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got, I do have some Lomas news, though. Okay. <laughs> have we ever profiled Lomas? No. And now we're having an editorial meeting. This is great. <laughs> I think you should go on the long list. Have I introduced us? No. I'm not sure. My name's Jane Yee, joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Gree. We've got Ethan on the buttons today. T.I. here is busy preparing for a very fancy show that he's doing. Yeah. As the, as Do you want to promo it? Yeah. yeah. Now 80s in the Auckland Live cabaret season. Yes. It's Get the your tickets. Modern Māori We've quartet. We've got tickets, haven't we? Yes. We've got a lovely amount of tickets. We do. We've got... Ten spot. Yeah. We've <laughs> right got, at the back. We're at ten table. We're well, the naughty what are, your, kids what, are your, what are your plans, Jane, in terms of how you're going to approach <laughs> the situation? Um, I'm going to sing and dance. But I thought you were also going to say that you're... I'm going to pretend to be I hear his mum and yell out, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I might even make a sign. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he knows about it. He's on board with it. His mum lives in the Gold Coast, so I feel like it's just... Um, it's just um, <gasps> really? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, going to Goldie soon. Okay, we'll go oh, see T.I. Like, his mum. <laughs> Are you going to go Full straight circle. 4D? Yes. It's 7D, isn't it? What? Oh, yeah, we've talked about the days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you should return. Yeah. Every time. The homecoming. I'm going. <laughs> I just want to track down Mitch. How do I find Mitch? Listeners, oh, I want yeah. to see Mitch in the wild. Like, imagine that. Just stalk his Instagram, Mitch from Maths, by the way. We're giving context to people, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mitch okay. from Maths. Uh, coming up on the show, we are going to be breaking down Celebrity Treasure Island. Every lovely, lovely moment and dramatic moment, very dramatic this week. We'll also be talking a little bit about The Masked Singer and a tiny bit about The Block as well. But first of all, it's the real news. First piece of real news is real, real. I've got fleas. What? <laughs> She's moved back. I, into yourself or well, into your house? Into my house. Okay. Okay. I have animals who are all up to date with their flea treatment. I, I can only assume it's either the children or, Duncan, I was thinking of you, Hedgehog is back. Oh. oh. I was like, I did come over What's to your house recently. What's that got to do with Duncan? Duncan told us that hedgehogs... They, they've got monster. They're infested. With fleas. I, I, like, I, I love a hedgehog. Um, and I once carried one around like a little mite that I that I came upon, and then uh, got covered in little mites. Just absolutely <gasps> coated. Oh yeah. my god! They are unfortunately just spiky rodents. They're covered so in cute, flies. though. But they are so cute. And when you carry it around with its little snout, when you see a hedgehog, it's that's one of life's 
Absolute joys. Unfortunately, they are often sick when you see them. Yeah. Well, no, or mine, flat on mine comes out at night. He lives under the house. Okay, so he's all good. I, I think so. I don't know if it's the same Fred as last year because it's like gone for a long, long time. I thought he'd gotten squished. But um, might be the same, might be a relative, might be a whole new hedgy. I don't know. But I was concerned. Is it a hedgy or a hoggy? It's a hedgy, okay. obviously. Uh, but uh, the cats hang out under the house all the time. So I did a quick Google, cats v hedgehogs, and apparently they're fine, mutual respect. And yeah. I've, I've seen it in action. The cats, they, they, they look at it and they don't fuss, even though they will kill almost anything else in sight. I including mean, me, you, I'm pretty sure. How, how do you, how how you, you get near a hedgehog no, with no. that sort of armour? Anyway, do you want to see my flea bites? Yeah. Show us. Ooh, oh, my God. Do you want plagues. to see a Plagued. And it is plagued. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of brass strap there. Sorry. <laughs> It's all right. It's 2022. It's fine. You can show your straps. That's the new slogan for the feminist movement. Show your straps. Anyway, so yeah, I've got fleas. Hopefully not on me. I don't think I've got any on me. I think I just had one. So you think that the fleas went from hedgehog to cat to you? Yes. Wow. I think the fleas went from hedgehog to cat and then the flea went, oh God, this cat's been flea treated. I'm jumping off immediately onto this lovely big bed. Yum. That's what he's doing. What about the your jumper? Did. It's a very no, nice jumper. No, they're not in the they're not in the jumper. That seems lovely for a flea. I think I can flea. see a flea on. What's That's that? Not, is that not a flea? No, it's not a flea. What it's I had to do when I brought fluff. those blankets home that were covered oh, in fleas yes. is I had to put them in the freezer. So maybe you should just go into a giant freezer for a while. Yeah, because it kills fleas. Um, that sounds. Yum. That's that's all your food. (laughs) All right, let's keep moving. Okay, keep moving. Keep moving. No, I just I've got an email to read to you because it's it's it's, it relates. It's about CTI. It's about say Dame Susan Devoy, in fact, and this comes from a corny. I was just listening to the CTI recap and thought you might appreciate a funny little Dame Susan Devoy story. I work at where it's incredibly hard to find car parks. Even when you arrive early, you can be circling and driving up into the hills to find something. When I was pregnant last year, finding a park close by was even more important. A colleague let me in on the fact that parks at the Squash Club were no longer being policed by any parking wardens, which led to a few glorious months of free parking. I told another workmate about it, but kept things very quiet, not wanting to upset the ecosystem. Things were going smoothly, until I had a text from my workmate. She'd been told off before parking there by none other than Susan Devoy. I chanced my luck for a few more weeks until she pounced on me too. She seemed to be lying in wait for people to park there. She rapped on my window. <laughs> I feigned ignorance, apologised and drove away. From squash champ to race relations commissioner to parking warden. And this was about 7.30 in the morning. She's so determined, tireless, crafty and a little bit petty. I think she'll do very well on CTI. Wow. That is wild. Monster That's an dote. amazing dote. Huge dote. Also, she's like that clamper guy. Like, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> needs Orion. to get on this. Yeah. yeah. If she brings that energy, well, she, and she is bringing that energy to CTI. Massively, massively bringing mm. that energy. But that's not just for the telly. It's for all occasions. I mean, when we had our chats, that was absolutely who she was as a person. Mm. But, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot, especially a, a, a pregnant person. <laughs> Yeah, you know, off your hop. Really? Doesn't matter. Rules are rules. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's talk about. Well, no, we have to play the music, don't we? What music? Do you want to? Do you have any real news? Oh on no! Edge? I just I saw someone who I thought was David Lomas or Billie Eilish wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And was <coughs> it? TBC. TBC. All right. How are we going to see on this? Zone? David Lomas probably listens to this spot. I mean, if he's across, you it's know, he needs to stay across all the, the all the info. Yeah. <laughs> all the info. Yeah, he's right. going to be on it. You could. Get in touch with David Lomas to find your missing David Lomas. 
It's just annoying because the night before, Elizabeth Banks went to Billy Eilish. Oh. Famous actor. How, how was she here? She said she's making a film here. You know, I was, I'm always on Celebrity Watch. She's been spotted on Ponsby Road, and she, she's rocked up Spark Arena on Thursday night. Just like a normal human. Just like a normie sitting in the bloody bleachers, that the nosebleeds. is... I just love it when a celebrity does something and normal. And Rita is opening the, uh, the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, I'm going. You got your ticks? What? Everyone got their ticks? Support the girls? I'm, the girls? I'm actually going to a dinner. When is it? Oh, my God. No, for I'm the Rugby World Cup. Women's Rugby I think I'm going to gloriously tomorrow. be tomorrow. in Australia at that time. Soz. But, you know... Send me, send me your selfies. Wait, wait, when is it? Oh, October 8th. Yeah, no, I'm going to be in Australia too. God, Soz. Yeah. We're doing a real pod trip without you, Alex. I'll be there, hashtag feminist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> reality check. The Masked Singer. Okay. Pings was the guest on the on the guessing pa- panel to this week, um, otherwise known as Monster from last year. That's right. So there was. I some... only recognise him as Monster. I, I know. Don't, I don't As soon as you put on the mask, I was like, oh, there you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was interesting to get the scale of just that monster head without the body. It was just like, enormous. Enormous. Really crazy. Where are they storing these things? You well, know, because you've got they've got to have those dehumidifiers. You know those hippo. You know those hippo? Um, <laughs> damp for your closet? Damp hippo. What are they called? I don't know. Ethan knows. Ethan oh. really doesn't. Hippo, <laughs> hippo dehumidifiers. No, this is made out of it. Very catchy. Hey. The people know. The people out there who struggle with dampness know. With Kings, <laughs> if he were to have a barn full of plants, yes. <laughs> could he call it King's Plant Barn and that's legal? Because it's literally what it is, or is it copyright? You, I think, if anyone in this room who would know about whether or not that's legal, you, you were the one. So you need to answer that question. I think it's not legal. But yeah, I tend to think I tend to think it's not legal as well. I, just I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah, I think it also. Are you even allowed to be called king, king in this oh, climate? Oh, he could open a preparatory school. Called Kings. Why would you want to? I just feel like now that he's got that name, he can really start a conglomerate. Mm. I think Alex makes a fair point. And do a lot of passing off, I don't think that. I don't think his name on his birth certificate is Kings. Can't, not allowed. Only not person allowed. allowed that is old mate Especially who's just not now. Over. No, yeah. I like how we haven't talked about the Queen dying. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Shit. I wonder what the penetration of that news is. It'd be bloody high, eh? Mm. I'm, you know how you do the where were you when, like Princess Diana, I remember exactly where I was. I can picture Same. the whole thing. Should we do our stories? Oh, I was just, I was working at Levine's. I was working at the Warehouse Newmarket. Oh, I was in Newmarket as well. That's crazy. Oh. We were just down opposite ends of Broadway. And I didn't even know you yet. No. Uh, I was She was a punk. Young. I did ballet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You're yeah, yeah, right. alive. <laughs> um, but the Queen, I'm. I think I was just in bed of a morning. I can't yeah, quite. It was I already can't remember. It was like nine eleven. You know, they just didn't schedule it for. No, nine eleven. I, re- I remember really clearly. Yeah, I know, but it happened well. No, but I remember. I was up. It was yeah. late at night, and I was up. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like one That's in the morning. Not like it. Well, it is like you. It's like the old me. Yeah. Oh, I'm an old. I'm and, a night owl. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Night owl. Well, hey, I gave you some advice about your phone. Have you taken it? What advice did you give me? Don't have to get can't have your phone in your room at night. You didn't give me that advice. I did. You did not. But how do you wake up? How do you wake up? 
well, like you're getting an alarm clock, good old fashioned digital or analog mm. alarm clock. How do you play League of Legends? But then the batteries will die. No, it's not batteries. It's a oh, plug, plug into the So you're, t- you're I need to buy a plug-in alarm clock. I've used the same clock. alarm clock since I was 11 years old. It's still rocking. <laughs> it's extreme boomer energy. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm getting older at like three or four times the rate of my natural age at the moment, and I love it. Um, I just want to say, Ray the Queen... Sir, the Mad Butcher is flying the Warriors flag at half mast outside his house in Waikiki. Yeah. I just think we should all just remember, you know. Yeah, I've seen a lot of half masties around people's McDonald's. houses. McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's is at half mast. Do Do you think he had a half breakfast as well? Because <laughs> they are quite large. Like, True. Just half a bowl of cornies, <laughs> half a sausage, <laughs> half a hashie. <laughs> Yum. I haven't eaten yet. Um, so the Masked Singer, anyway. Oh, wouldn't it be great if Mad Butchie turned up on the Masked Singer? Well, yes. Fuck, that would be Just so think about that. It's like Treasure Island. Yes. Any of the, anything, really. That's it. He's old. You think he might <laughs> not make it? We might have half master. <laughs> he could do Masked Singer, I reckon. Imagine, yeah. it's probably his beautiful gravelly voice. Yeah, it'd be lovely. It'd be no. a nice time. You saw Paul Ego the other week. He just stood there. Mm. Butchie can do that. Backup dancers can hold him up if necessary. Anyway, uh, Gladiator Alligator. (laughs) The main clue I picked up this week was Wallace and Gromit and The Simpsons, otherwise known as Sam Wallace and Erin Simpson from Sticky TV. Genius, Jay. Genius. That threw me for a sixth. Genius? Yeah. Have we done that before? As long as you don't say Janus, then I'm fine. (laughs) Uh, So you said Strunemia. There's not a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Bedazzled Unicorn. I know who this is, 100%. Do you? It's my call from last week. Oh, who's that? It's Holly Smith. Yeah, it's definitely Holly Smith. Uh, That's why Anika knows. Yeah. Kings is certain as well, but also don't want to spoil it for everyone. Um, she just also etched. sounds exactly, exactly like, like Holly Smith. I don't think she did at first, but she's coming more into just like she's giving up on trying to trick everyone. She's just being, she's singing like Holly Smith. Do you remember from a Wouldn't that be great? She should do, she should do she Bathe in the Mirror leg. is one of her songs. In the what? Bathe in the Mirror. In the river. Bathe in the where? Do not bathe in the mirror. Bathe in the river. You can. Can What? You can bathe in the mirror? Well, look in the mirror. Because you've got a mirror. Yeah. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to set up mirrors in the bath so I could watch TV. Wow. <laughs> I'd lie in the bath and set up a hall of mirrors all the way to the telly. <laughs> Is this pre you, You've pre-laptop? really done this? Yeah, I've done right that. Right about pre-laptop. this. How have you got, still got things in your life that you haven't written about for well, this what am I going to write about that? That, I, I just that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> uh, like a hall of mirrors, like multiple yeah, mirrors. like two. That's yeah. mad. There should be a whole series that's just Alex Casey, I did this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And some of them will just be well, one like, line like, wrong. Could be a little book. Book. Okay, anyway. I think it's kind of weird. I didn't realise that they have, like, present-day working successful singers on these shows. How? Internationally, I feel like there's always got to be some kind of has How present-day is Holly? Is well, she, she just still, put an album out, like, she? last year, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. Just promo then, I guess. Yeah. Well, Freaking Kings. I saw not Kings. Troy Kingy. Yeah, true, 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 true. Like I just, it's not really what they do. It's not yeah, really what they do. But, but we're limited pool, Alex. Did you know who got a mask <laughs> in the Mask Singer Australia? <laughs> Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. What? That's the calibre of talent they've got in the Australian one. We it's need a ring in next year. We need yeah. a ring in. Hey, tell you what, get Natalia kills in. That would slay. I just don't think she would ever come back oh, to this shithole country. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruru Chick got unmasked. Laura Daniel, uh, we knew it. 
James Rocco definitely knew it. I actually loved his like drawing yeah. kind mm. of. Um, and he'd even thought about it because when he flipped it, like he'd, he'd written it upside down so that he could do a dramatic flip with the text messages. And then he even had the text message of the five hundred dollars that she promised him if she got unmasked yeah. um, that he was waving around at the end. So he really he really did his uh, his his homework. Probably but, did that at home. It's nice to see celebrities doing things for money for themselves as opposed to for charity. I I don't like Daddy Detective though. I don't know. That just gives me the ick. I'm not keen. (laughs) They're all Daddy Detectives. You know, what makes them so special? The magnifying glass? Yes. Yeah. And and I I hope even called him that. A self appointed. I think it was self appointed. -appointed. It's always a problem. Mm. Worse. That's fine. I I like the the really intense energy he's bringing to, to judging. Like he seems incredibly committed to that. Like he's forgotten that it's a show. Forgotten he's supposed to be funny. It's just like I will solve <laughs> these mysteries. These great mysteries. I'm really um, into this year's judging panel. Yeah, guessing panel. I think that they're great. I think I love Anika. Mm. Sharon's always a great host, and James is uh, just unhinged at the moment. But yeah. great. Yeah. Imagine David Lomas in the front seat. <laughs> I'm just saying. The man knows everything. He's got all the information. It's well, been established. Would, that, but then the show would, like, episode one, we'd be like, oh, well, no point watching the rest. David Lomas. Maybe before. you could merge the two Calvin concepts. Calvin Crookshank <gasps> as well. Just True. You know what? I'll talk to you off here. I've got an idea for an article for next season. Okay? Love that. All right. Uh, Magic Monster. Rhythm runs deep in the fan. Brothers and sisters have wands of silver and iron. May have seen me flying. What goes up must come down. Yada, yada, yada. Infamous stumbles. Cursed by black magic time after time. Is that a sailing reference? Black magic. Wasn't that what we called our, our boat once upon a time? Black magic? Yeah, America's Cup. Oh, yeah. Um, but despite all that, I, I think it's Dion Nash like everyone else does. Because of the Camel Toes, I've his got band. no idea. The Camel Toes. <laughs> I even listened to an interview of him talking to see if like that talking voice could possibly be that singing voice. I reckon it could. No, you do. You're a James Roke. It's, it's full on. Mummy detective. <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> I feel like I'm now like you were last season where I'm like, all I see is a monster. <laughs> like, I just see a yeah. magic monster. Thank you. <laughs> I don't see anyone. Well, join me. I'm just completely <laughs> useless at talking about the show island. I loved, um, I loved the little f- family funny of Kings chucking on the monster mask and, like, trying to speak to him a monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that right. Uh, Blue Penguin, no clue. No clue. I've got Tina Cross, but no clue. No idea. I hope and pray that it is Tina Cross. Because God only knows what I will do when she is unmasked. <laughs> you will vomit and faint. We know this. <laughs> Beautiful singer. Beautiful. Anyone Amazing. Any ideas? Nothing. I've nothing. No Seems idea. Seems like an v- extremely seasoned pro performer, singer type. But oh, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Best is yet to come. Oh, I've got who no idea. It? Who is it? Something about rhythm and vibe? I feel like at this point last time we knew basically everybody. Did. We didn't know Pav. Yeah, that was your... <laughs> Your claim to fame. <laughs> we did not know Pav. Anyway, that's uh, that's Mass Singer still going, enjoying every moment of that svelte one hour a week show. Love it. Shall we have a break before CTI? No. Okay, CTI week two. Wow. Okay, what a week on the island. Oh my gosh. I think this is becoming. Uh, how I, I, I have lost all concept of what I have and haven't said on this podcast. So forgive me if I've already said it. But you know, there's this the, this idea of the canonical show that every country has. This is definitely New Zealand's reality show. It is. Mm, true. Like, like where Australia has maths and the UK has Love Island, 
We are made to make Celebrity Treasure Island. It is so good. And it, it's getting better with every season. They're making the, they're doing the games in like three minutes. They're going to sort of slowly stop doing the games. <laughs> it won't be for charity anymore. Yeah. It'll just be celebrities figuring it out. <laughs> and not very well. No. And I'll just find it so compelling. I got so confused this week with the Alliance chat. I just absolutely... What did Cassie do? Oh, Cassie. Uh, Cassie. Cassie. Oh. Okay, look, but to be fair, can you imagine what you would do in a one-on-one with Mike King? Run like, away screaming. I would give him anything, I think. <laughs> He's manipulative. He is. <laughs> to the nth degree. He's a terrifying. He's terrifying. How, how is Alex King Okay. I don't think I don't I don't think she is. I think that, that she's been rocked by this experience, and I'm very interested to see the fallout of the the end. I don't of know how we week. start to talk about it. Okay, look, let's just let's just go chronologically with what happened. We had a, a charity challenge. I know you hate them, Duncan. This was a. No, um, I've decided to skip them again. Okay. Oh, is this the Jinx one? Yes. I love this I was challenge. Playing it from home. <laughs> I was playing at home going, I'm terrible at this. I keep losing. Did you get any? <laughs> no. I thought it was real funny, the one where they're like, say a condiment, and they both went, salt. <laughs> I don't think of salt. I think it's of it as seasoning. seasoning. Of course it's seasoning. But if you're oh, both, yeah, that's not a condiment. But if you're both idiots, then that's fine, right? And they get a high five <laughs> and, and they move on. Move on. Um, Jesse uh, Chook won this one for the Special Olympics New Zealand as his charity. Um Cassie doesn't eat peanut butter. Or, to, or toast, apparently, maybe? That's shocking. She said exactly. she doesn't eat peanut butter, and they're like, what do you have on your toast? And I was like, she's like, don't eat it. And that is real news right there. That is real news. Is it a problem? Maybe that's why she um, told Mike King about the alliance. Maybe. <laughs> Just not enough protein. <laughs> uh, quite funny, Cam and Joel trying to find something to bond over and just not... Being I know. Joel saying, "Would you ever consider living on another planet?" <laughs> it's amazing small talk, <laughs> like it's an option. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it might be. It might be. Would you? One day. I don't think I would. No, this is like such a big move. We've. Oh, I can't. We've absolutely botched this planet. It's not fair for us to go and start botching another one. Um, Alex is feeling quite overwhelmed in episode one. Uh, she confides in Karen. Karen thinks. But she thinks that Karen's, like, here till she's not. Like, Karen's just having a good time. She's prepared to go home whenever. But Alex is here to win for her charity. She doesn't want to let her dad down. That's her big driving force here. But it's like, you know, when you first see that scene, you're like, oh, that's because she really likes her dad and her dad's charity. By the end, you're like, are you just terrified of this seeming maniac? (laughs) Um, I love that Lynette's only green like piece of apparel is a sparkly skinny green scarf. Oh, I love that sequin scarf. We should try and get that for the, the museum. museum. It's wonderful. I feel like it's, it's so thin. I feel like it's like an integral part of her wardrobe. <laughs> I'm not sure that she'd be willing I'd to be give it up. I'd be worried about magpies. Oh, because they like shiny things. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I feel like that's not related to the scarf, though. It's just like a generalised <laughs> worry of yours. In the same way that Jane is rightly worried about fleas. <laughs> Well, in the way that, like, I'm jumping ahead, but the possums being attracted to the breast milk. The oh, wildlife, like, oh, the wildlife out there is crazy. Everything is bizarre and strange, and I love it. Don't you feel like this? The, it, they're like a wallaby infestation away from losing a, the battle against nature <laughs> yeah. on this season. <laughs> Um, Alex is obviously having a hard time. TK is having a hard time being away from his uh, his heavily pregnant wife due to give birth like any time now. 
Dylan struggling not to oh get on it, not to get on the spring free. How was this Sweet not in the, the teaser trailer? Like that is such a funny moment. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense when you think about the fact this is what he does all day, every day, and it's his passion. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he just needs a good jump on a tramp, mate. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Dylan. We should try and go to, um, what's that place called? Jump, Jump. or Uptown Bounce. Uptown Bounce. Mm. Can you imagine going to Uptown Bounce with Dylan? He would Schmidt? smoke oh. us. He'd do that thing where he just bounces from tramp to tramp, like the whole length of it. And I just worry that he'd be too bouncy for the setup, like he'd, he'd hit the ceiling or go through a wall or something. I don't want to be responsible for like injuring no. Dylan Schmidt. Uh, team face off is for some yum yum nachos. Yum! Alex Yum. got a taste of them and she really, she picked up, she just, I've never seen someone shove such a big loaded nacho in their mouth. So it this might be so the only good. taste I get. Oh, look, I feel like the food is better this season. Yeah. Like just yummier uh, prizes. Just just jumping ahead, but how, <laughs> what, how did they get the McDonald's there and what kind of temp was it? Uber Eats. Yeah, but they're, are they on? Are they really on an they're island? Really, it's not an island, but it's very remote. I would. So, so where where is it coming like, from? Kaikohe? Like, I'm just. Mm. I just don't. I need to know a lot about the transport. It definitely would have been like over half an hour away. So it's cold. Well, that's like any Uber Eats delivery of McDonald's. I'm speaking from. Pop it on the seat warmers. A lot of, of experience. Oh yeah. I think at that point you're probably not very fussy. Yeah, no, that's true. I've got a cheeseburger in my fridge at the moment, actually. Oh, you can make a podcast about it. Yeah. Do you actually? I do. Yeah. That's crazy. How? Because I had my children last night, so they had McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, but how did you not eat it? Because you can always eat, like because statistically, I you can knew always if eat I one was, more. I knew if I, I didn't have McDonald's for dinner, actually. I was very, very controlled. What but, did you have? Um, I had peanut butter on toast. Whoa. <laughs> Cassie would never. Only because, don't think that I'm some saint. It's only because I had a big bowl of fries just before I went to pick up the kids and then like went home and got them dinner. <laughs> bowl of fries? I would love to read a food blog. <laughs> yeah, it would be very boring and it would all be yellow. Is yeah. it oven, was it oven fries? No, over at the beer spot with Emily Wright. Uh, yum. Yeah, it was super yum. And she well, was like, I'll share them with you. And then she didn't eat a single one. So I had to eat the whole lot myself. No, she got you. <laughs> she really Leaders. <laughs> She's like Mike King. Um, okay. We, we, we. Team face off. Nachos. Oh, confusing challenge. The rings and the puzzles and the light and the dark. Yeah. Oh, the I can't remember. It was a oh. nightmare. Chisholm got like properly angry at how stupid they were. <laughs> I don't think that it was that hard. I thought it was really I had to knock over the coconuts. I felt like that was there was the, again the That's apparatus. Right. Yeah, broken apparatus. Polina's team. They yeah. were, struggled so much to get that last coconut, and yeah, I can't remember who it was, but from Mungo who went first, just kind of basically was it grazed. Joel? Like, like yeah, yeah, and, the whole and like all, fell all out. of the coconuts fell mm. out. The the craftspersonship. Well, no good. You know that's what happens when you're on a deserted island. I guess they have to work with what they've got. Um, the, so, so Mungo will actually win this one. Uh, and Susan makes a gag about Melody acting like a leader and not being, but they're not the only team like that. And mm. who was she, she referring gave her to? gave the stick, right? Yeah, but then she was trying to sort of stir up other teams as well. Oh, she's constantly The psychodrama stirring. on this season is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, dog. And, and, and we've talked about him heaps, but this is actually the point at which Mike King comes into the game. And Alex's face is just, fuck. Well, it's sort of fuck, but it's also like, I feel like she does quite like, I mean, he, she says, my dad is my best friend, I kind of believe her. Oh, mm. totally, but you don't, it doesn't mean you want them to be on the telly show with you. 
you know? I think it'd be good. You'd be feeling so... It was day four already, right? Yeah. She was already crying. Yeah, but you I'd really like It's like a home visit. Best friend. Okay, I mean, I, you guys are my best friends and I don't cry if I don't see you for four days. That's not, not true. I do. That's, I do. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem like hours. something you wouldn't do. <laughs> I liked when Alex King said my timbers have been shivered. Yes, yeah, <laughs> good. She's got so much screen time. Eh? Yeah. yeah, she's, she's gonna, great. She's going to go a long way. You know who did, didn't get much screen time this week was was Lynette, and that was very sad. There to were me. a few people who didn't get a lot of screen time yeah. this week. Well, to be fair, like Mike King, just sort of just yum yum ate the screen time <laughs> home. <laughs> He basically oh, said his. We've just got to get to. The, we've got to get to the end. His goal is to come here and cause chaos, which is exactly what he does. Oh um, as we mentioned, should, should I just just jump forward? Is this what yeah. you're saying? You're bored? No, no, I'm not bored. I just like, like I'm ravenous to talk about it. Also, can we just have a quick a quick general talk about Mike King, who is, you know, and I don't want to be rude about this, but he's he's known as a mental health advocate, has a charity to that effect. He also seems like he's. Incredibly destructive yeah. um, presence, like like mm. like, does a lot of very dangerous things to, to people around him, and it, that would would totally plausibly impact their mental health. Uh, it's it's a trippy situation, is what I'm saying. It is. I find it quite strange. He's he's very like because he's so openly. He's not even really talking about playing the game. He's just like, I want to fuck with people's minds. Yeah, mm. games, I want to annihilate. I want to annihilate this whole team. He's like trying to break them down so that he can rebuild them in his image. Like mm. it's, it's really it's <laughs> what for. Like if this was a, a, a fictional drama. You know, it'll be one. Th- it's it's one of the, the the strangest performances by a prominent person on any format mm. I've ever seen. Particularly when he arrives early on, saying, "I'm just here for Alex. I'm yeah. here to support my girl." But then just arrives like guns blazing. But I mean, I mean ultimately, so the other thing, like with when he said, you know, Melody was charged with making sure that. Um, that Perlina was put up to go in the elimination challenge, and she had no control over it. She didn't really have any control over it, and then he absolutely—she tried. But then he's like, like, "This is a person who they're obviously close enough that he was celebrant at her wedding." But he seemed genuinely to be like shredding her, and you could see she's doing that smile where it's like, "We're all on TV here. I can't do anything about this." But man, are you going to hear some things from me later? Yeah, <laughs> like it was so so intense. This whole alliance thing was. So confusing are, are to me. Are you talking about Mike King and the woman? Yeah, Mike King and the woman. <laughs> Mike, but even, King's, Mike King's angels. Even, even before <laughs> that, when Elvis and Melody turned up with food and Alex asking Alex to throw the captain's challenge, and normally I can follow pretty well the reasoning behind some of the stuff, but I was just, my brain was asunder. Mm. It was all akimbo. I didn't know what was going on. There was... This the woman's eight, alliance. The, the, the hateful eight. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not the number one thing about an alliance, Cassie Roma, bless you, to keep it a bit secret. <laughs> it was because like, I, I recognise that Mike King has special powers, mm. but she just didn't even bother to try and feel them. It was just like immediately, <laughs> hey, the thing about me, me and you need to know is I, I've got an alliance not and only, it's all the women. Not only that, but he immediately goes, okay, thank you for that. I'm going to go and tell everyone. And she's like, yep, yep, and I cool. am too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Job what? done. <laughs> and then not only that, but there's not not all the women are in the women's alliance. So it's Can we call Mike, Cassie now and just get a like a Mike a King and selective women. And then they're just talking about it all openly. And all the women like Polina, Lynette, Susan, who are not, furious. who are not in the alliance are just sitting there going, What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. 
But Mike King is. But Mike King's but Mike, yeah. <laughs> Honorary woman. I also, I don't want to... I don't want to stir the pot devoy style, but I did get little sexist vibes from Mike King quite early on about, particularly about Courtney. He kept yes. talk going on about how she like, blah, blah, blah. Courtney is one of the smartest, heaviest, most driven, like, best endurance. Like, she is an absolute player. And he just stereotyped her based on, I don't know, like a 30-second interaction and was just very confidently saying that is who she is as a person. Not only that, but she was, a, she was welcoming him in and trying to update him on anything, everything that had happened so far with excitement. Yeah. Like, like, like ah, too oh. much, too much talk. Horrible, <sighs> horrible. Anyway, not her, him in this situation. Thanks very much. Um, captain's test was a bunch of symbols and they had to lie. I thought this test was a bit boring, to be honest. Mike King won it. And he won a parchment that enables him to talk with uh, one of, two, you know, he can select a couple of people from other teams to have a chat with. Um, and episode two, we start with a very windy shit night for all. So windy. It just looks like the worst place it, in the whole it world. It actually is very windy and cold looking and dark and gloomy. Susie said, my eyes feel like piss holes in the snow. <laughs> wow, Susie. <laughs> we love that. We do love That's that. That's how I feel. That's an, it's an iconic fr- turn of phrase. <laughs> and this is where we got the positive and the breast milk. We did. So Siobhan said, because she's away from her baby, she's got an eight-month-old and a three-year-old, and this is like the first time she's been away from them. Um, and that is hard. That's hard. Yeah, that's hard. And she's fucking pumping milk, which, by the way, just... What a thing to have to go off and do mm-hmm. while you're on the island. In the wind. In the wind, you know? Question. Yes, yes, Alex. Did the team, could you share with the team? The What, the milk? Oh. Is that you sustenance? <laughs> I mean, you have to be, I mean. You it's can make a, a rice pudding. I definitely yeah. think week, you know, you know, week five, you probably get to that point where you're like, you know what, I'll give it a go. <laughs> Well, well who, who gives it a go? Because I feel like the team, we up for it from the jump because it's just anything that's not rice and beans. But it's about when mum is comfortable pumping but not dumping. Oh, I mean, definitely you'd have to seek permission. <laughs> they definitely yeah. offer it. I'm not <laughs> suggesting that you sneak it in the night. But so who's holding back? Why does it take to week five? Because I think that a lot of people would actually not go for it straight away. I think, really? I think some people would find it a bit... But a bit weird. No, it's and fine. so it's fine. It's fine. What you, you said think? from the jump. You I said from the, from the jump. jump. Like get off the plane. I don't think from the jump, but I think once you get to yeah, <laughs> yeah, a few once, weeks in, yeah. you're like, and you're, oh. and you're more comfortable around each other and all that kind of thing. You've shared. Would you just have a cup, cup, cup yeah. of the, just on an ordinary day? <laughs> yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, okay. I try not like be gold, though. You'd have yeah, to pay. You'd have to pay for it. Big bucks. Okay. Anyway, so we're starting to get these emotional stories, which is nice. Uh, charity challenges the swinging water balloons. Just let, just stay low. I don't like it. It's a bit boring. Boring. Skip exactly. You can, the shorties. The shorties. Yeah. Did did well. Um, Alex won in the end. I don't think she's a shorty. She looks quite tall, actually. Mm. Um, and O'Leary is on the case. She doesn't believe everything Alex had to say about that weird little interaction with Melody and Elvis. She really. Plays the detective very, mm. very well. And she's like, I'm going to get to the bottom. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it. She says that about five times. I don't think she's going to get to the bottom of it. I think we're all going to have moved on to many other weird well, and did, wonderful interactions between now and when she actually gets to the bottom of it. She didn't know what, none of us knew what <laughs> no, was coming. I'm not even sure. There will be a before and after. 
<laughs> and there, that's human history cleaved by that moment. I did like how Karen was like drawing upon her early childhood um, teaching to be like, kids always change stories when yeah. they're lying. Yeah. yeah. And she's changing her stories. And she was. And she, she was. was. And she was lying. It was just good. I just like shout out as well. Karen O'Leary chose the movie Clue as the movie she would take right. to a desert island. 1985 comedy about people trying to figure yeah. out who done a murder. Right. She's onto it. Put, she her, put her on the mass Singer, I say. There will be medals sorted out. I just think you're, you're just assuming that everyone can sing. But you don't need to be able to sing what to be on the mass Singer. Is it? Did you not, Guy Williams, did you not hear? I anyway, don't. we'll move on. <laughs> Mike tells Cassie, this is when she, they're revealing about the, um, the Women's Alliance that Mike decides he's going to spearhead, um, that everyone apart from her is dead weight. That, I mean, that's horrible. Isn't that mm. awful? He's only been on the island for about six minutes. And then Cassie, in return, tells him about the alliance. <laughs> Courtney's really pissed, and rightly so. Which is quite dead weight behaviour, to be honest. That's true. Maybe it's just Mike <laughs> King on the team. But Courtney is really pissed because the, the alliance started out as just her, Cassie, and they wanted to get Melody, right? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was like, oh, but so-and-so's in, a, in an alliance with Chappelle, so he needs to come across mm. to the Women's Alliance as yeah. well. And I think it's just so a complete mess. I would really like someone to draw a diagram of the alliance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but why would you ever want Mike King anywhere near your alliance? Do you think they're so stressful? behaving like the alliance, the party? It's <laughs> got that energy. It really has our like, last days of the alliance <laughs> kind of vibe. Don't forget, though, he has really early to the island here. And a lot of people are thinking him and Alex are obviously going to be in a natural alliance. So they may have just seen it as, you know, better better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Is that the saying? Something like that. Mm. I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened. Cam, in the meantime, feeling Aww. very upset that he is uh, not being picked for the Women's Alliance just because he has a penis. That's right. Unfair. Unfair. But Poor Cam. Cam's like, I don't think there's anything going on. Oh, it's like, no. I, I think we're all just having a really nice time. But that was Edna last season. It wasn't that she thought everyone was having a really nice time, but she thought she was in every alliance going and she was in none of them. Mm. Um, and she got top three, so, you know. Yeah, that's true. true. Team face-off, breads and dips and spreads and yum. Uh, they had to untangle some shit and get a key and fill up a bucket with water holes. This was horrible, this challenge. Was that the one that Siobhan was really good at? The untangling the ropes, or is that something oh, else? Oh, no, this is the one. You know, no, that one's fine. Sorry. The, the one. <laughs> <laughs> the horrible one where they had to hold the buckets for an hour while they're running up and down the beach, filling it up, and the buckets are emptying, and they're putting sandbags in. That was horrible. That was where Mike was sledging everyone, yes. but also Matt Chisholm. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was wild. Like, I think Matt hates Mike King. Mm. Like, he seemed, multiple times Matt seemed irked as hell. I, I would not be surprised at all if Matt is like, I am done with this shit and I do not want to go back. Off the back of the um, really rocking news about the Women's Alliance, of course, Melody's going back trying to protect Ed's because Ed's is the only one who's looking out for Alex. I mean, there's literally just chess, just pawns in Mike King's chess game at this point. Um, suggests Polina goes up and Susie D straight away is like, well, that doesn't really fit in with your woman's alliance, does it? Mm. Yeah. It's like immediate hole the in your story. Of this, the casting of the season. Like, <laughs> they, they should, is there a category in the TV awards? Is there a category in the Queen's, well, what, King's King, King's is it King's? King's, King's That's going to be crazy. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, King's Honours, whatever it is, for whoever cast this. 
Yes. We bloody better be. Yes. We should do our own awards. Yeah. 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 We have, I mean, Copyright yes. Copyright the spin-off. Copyright. No one else does awards. <laughs> no one's ever done one before. <laughs> yeah. I, um, Mike King, I think, because he was on board with protecting Eds for a while at least. Oh, no, he was all on board yeah. with it because he was, because Eds was kind of like looking after his girl. And that's quite right. Her. That's right. But what I loved about it is he kept being like, he just kept calling him Ed. Like, just no, a single no, no, He's like, no. we need to protect Ed at all costs. <laughs> you literally you love, don't even know what his name he, is. Yeah, you love him so much. <laughs> wow. The elimination challenge was Dylan versus Ed's, um, and this was a dexterity challenge. The golf balls up into the little cradles, and then the kind of uh, rampy bar things that he had to pull open at the exact right moment to drop the balls into jars. Great challenge. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a leveler kind of a challenge. Like, anyone could have won this, you know? Anyone could have been good at it. It was quite different from last week's one where it was actually like an even challenge and one person didn't automatically lose by getting faulty equipment. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, this is uh, this is one I'd like to have a go at <laughs> when the when the fun park opens up. Yeah. Well, you could do it, just get some chicken wire. Well, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to... Go and do this at home. Pop into Bunnings with a golf ball. No, I want to go. You pop into Bunnings with exactly. a golf ball. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I want to pay. I want to pay fifteen dollars and go to yeah. the fun park that yeah. Duncan's oh, yeah. setting up. Thanks very much. Um, anyway, uh, it's goes. That's it. It's, it's, it's tragedy. It's too bad. Tragedy. It really made me very sad. I liked Ed's a lot as a person. Yeah, Mike was cool. Totally chill with it. He was totally, that's, oh, well, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I'm totally fine with it. A very emotional uh, hucker yeah. from TK yeah. as well to farewell Eds. Gone too soon, I think. Yeah. Definitely gone too, everyone so far gone too soon. Yeah. <laughs> True. But then who, who would you have go sooner? <sighs> I think you just, no one's allowed no to No one's leave. allowed to leave yeah. for the first, like, three, three weeks on here. I think it's just it's a or new life. Exile yeah. Island. <laughs> yeah, Exile yeah. Island. And, yeah, no, I, I'll workshop that. Okay. The beginning of episode three, we see Kribby in his... Uh, episode six. Sorry, episode three for the week. But, yes, episode six. Um, we see Kribby in... <laughs> Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> uh, we see him in his either underwear or Speedos, you know, um, doing some... Yoga and my, oh, could be. yeah. No, those are speedos. But Mike King seemed to wear his undies into the drink. Yeah, someone mm. said that's what they saw first thing in the morning was Mike King and his undies going for a wee swim. Uh, Dylan shares his clue. I can't remember what it was. I feel like the clues don't matter at all until the very end anyway. Um, and then we have the charity challenge of musical cheers in which Lynette Forde once again adopts her um, <laughs> spirit arms. So good. <laughs> so, so good. What are you doing? Why do you I'm keep just terrified. There? You Worried keep getting real close to the arepa. When that thing goes on this lovely white carpet, it's over. <laughs> you actually just so he's moving my bottle of arepa and he's moving it closer and closer oh, to the edge of the desk. It's just, I thought it was you trying to drink something. No, but it was. Wasn't it scaring you? Not really. I no. feel like Jane's in total control. I am total control. But these guys are vol- voluminous arms. Well, but they're not heavy enough to pull over that. If anything, the fleas would be jumping in there. <laughs> <laughs> really keep our distance. Eh? Alex did as I soon as I said be, it. I shouldn't have got back. that close. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so musical cheers. Mel wins it. Her charity is the Rugby Foundation. Um, and then what have we got? We've got a face-off where the prize is McDonald's. Yum. Yum. Cold McDonald's for certain, but still delicious, I'm sure. Could I could get to borrow a member from another team because they're short on numbers. Mm. And they pick... TK. They pick? they pick TK. Mm. Um, and... 
presumably less about thinking he will really help them, but just trying to take some of the brute strength off of another team. Yeah, and he's also kind of he seems like an honest trader. Like he would give it, he would give us all give it, to, give it a right. red hot go. And honestly, this went on after I can't remember who it was was like we've been doing this for like ten minutes, and then suddenly it's like an hour over an hour. Just no, that's too long. I felt bad for Alex King because she was she had her arms bent, whereas I feel like it was a you should have because then you were just unnecessarily taxing. These oh. muscles. I was like, if you just have the arms straight, because a lot of the other people were straight arms and they didn't seem to be suffering so much. So I wonder if it was a technique issue. What thinking, if you tied it around your thinking. body yeah. and just like, sat down. down? That's actually great. And then it's just body weight thing. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next time. Redo. Redemption. <laughs> Redemption week. <laughs> well, and especially in, in light of the revelation that there are no rules. Mm, yeah, you apparently. Know, the post Lynette four day yeah. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, who won that? Oh, it was Mike King's team. It was, I don't no, even it was, really it was know Mongo. how it finished. It was Mongo one. It, okay. it won by Chizzo going, yeah, actually, you were right about the water sloshing out of Kauri's bucket. Yeah. We're just calling it now. Because it was just like, right. it was just like, I need to get my tea. Like, yeah. <laughs> but fair enough. It's been going for bloody ages. And Mike King has been sledging him constantly. Constantly. Um, Kauri's trust in Melody is waning. So everyone has... For the, Correctly. The, Correctly, for this whole time, you know, she's been the the wahine toa who is going to probably take this whole thing out, but her undoing might be that she's just not playing the game she's quite not smart a great enough. Liar. Yeah, too too hot too soon as well. I think making moves too early. Yeah. it's always always a problem. And Jesse is just confused about the elimination chat. <laughs> He's like, "This is the most confusing <laughs> oh, thing I've ever was, heard." It was, it was. incredibly <laughs> confusing. Um, this is when when Mike comes in and asks everyone their opinion. And everyone, he, he tries to convince them. Then he walks away. He's like, I don't want to bully you into anything. I don't want you to feel like you're being bullied. So um, I'm, he, he railroads them. Yeah, it's it's a lot of bullying chat for someone <laughs> in his position. He goes away, comes back. They say who they want to put up. And he then railroads them into changing their mind. Oh, let's just get to the final scene. <laughs> okay. John, Hold on. I've got one important thing to say before we get to the final. And it's about you. And I want to say that you did a great job. Mike King called himself a lone wolf on the island. You, not knowing who had chosen that weird song by Alan Gibson or whatever his name was, said whoever chose this is a lone wolf on the island. Wow. And it was Mike King. I did a great thing right. In your song analysis. Do you know who I know who's a lone wolf? I like profiling people through song. Mm. Do you know who I know who's a lone wolf who'd be great on the island? Bernard Hickey. Oh. oh my god! Bernard Hickey on Celebrity Treasure Island. Like if this gets to season like eighteen, that's actually <laughs> not completely implausible. Yeah, just yeah. imagine. I can imagine it. They should do one which is just all economists. Oh wow! Oh my god! Adrian Orr and Jared. Jared <laughs> Kerr. Yeah. I mean, who's that cool? Like who's that babyface guy? Oh, Brad Olson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that would be good. Yeah, there's, there's a real team there. The Economist, <laughs> you know, like at least a team, if not uh, a whole Could you cast. get different kinds it's of a, it's commentators? It's Economist Treasure Island. Yeah. Or do you think of pure economists, not like other other commentators? I think economists will be funny because they'll they'll always be trying to do sort of an, uh, like analysis, analysis. Co- cost-benefit analysis, <laughs> yeah. cost analysis, like... It would just get very <laughs> weird. It'd be just be, Return be on investment, funny. all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Would it be funny or would it be boring? I mean, I'd love it. <laughs> it would be funny and boring, I think, which is kind of a weird mix, but maybe mm. something that more TV shows need to 
try. Um, okay, the elimination challenge is uh, Chimpelle and Joel. Um, well, is it though? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. It's no one. It's no one because Mike, this Ch- Chimpelle and sorry. Chimpel and Joel is what the team decided, and then Mike was like, "We didn't really know what was going to happen." We might got into the uh, the ring, and it's just it's so Mike to be like, "I, I have a long speech <laughs> <Yeah>. prepared <laughs> for the situation." But then, first thing he does is calls Mel out. He's like, mm. "I'm gonna, I'm not gonna." What did he say? Something like, "I'm not gonna get into it now," but you're all gonna have to go home and have a hard think or something. Well, I'm not putting you up, but you're going to have to go home and have a think about this. And Mel, Mel's face is just absolute. Like, like that, that is the most rictus grin. Yeah, yeah. It was wild. They're, they're even, so the whole thing, even up to that point, was like, this has gone badly awry. Mm. This is a very, very strange situation that's going on. Like, especially because they clearly are friends. And this was not for show. This was like... This was a really corrosive thing that he was doing. And he was making wild assumptions about the extent to which she had any control at all about whether Polina or Eds went up. Which I don't know how you could not understand how as non not the captain. But. Yeah. Also have a conversation with her and see what happened and have give her a chance to explain. But he just really he uh he was very cross. Did you notice that his eye was exploding? No. His left eye, increasingly over that last episode, was getting more and more like when you have a bloodshot lesion. I get it when I stare at my computer for too long. But I think that was a physical embodiment of the chaos erupting out of him. He, he came in with such, you know, just to zoom out for a second, like that, I'm the celebrity. I think the fact that he was sort of caged for a couple of days before being released into the wild, like I've never seen someone come in with such a... You know, everyone else seems to go in with this. Actually, not everyone, Susan. But like, they they seem to go into it with this. Like, we're all sort of celebrities here. It's it's ultimately a bit of a laugh. You can get competitive at times, but he was just constantly a hundred and fifty percent energy, and and he, he was completely emotionally unregulated. It was wow. My take on it is that he planned to go. He like basically mm. from the moment he arrived. He planned not to stay any longer than he did. So he, he got up and he was like, they're like, who are you putting out? And he was like, I'm not putting up anyone because I'm going to go. And then starts weeping? Well, they mm. showed next week. It was in the next week. So that's kind of the end of the show. And then in the teaser for next week, he's really weeping, like really heaving with weepage. He's been there for Ten minutes. a day. Two days? Two days. One overnight stay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think I don't think he planned to stay. I think he. I think that's why he went 150 yeah. the whole time. Is he? Ca- he came in to fuck shit up and mm. then go home. Yeah. And I think it might be to do with letting Alex just have her thing. But also, yeah. like, what a trail of destruction to leave. It's actually really good. <laughs> like, it's incredibly good, but also, amazing. I, I wish he was there the whole time because it's so. It's it's electric television. I do feel like, though, um, if he kept on like that, there could come a point where it is even uncomfortable for viewers in the same way that maths sometimes gets so toxic that mm. it's it's impossible to kind of separate it as a TV show. Yeah, um, uh, that's true. And, yeah, especially someone in his position, as we've kind of alluded to, well, what outright said, that, you know, talking about the kind of behaviour that he's displaying, if he kept doing that, it just would get to the point that it was just not 
fun to watch. It also kind of, I think it would profoundly impact his career, whereas this is a blip now. Yeah. If he did that for a long period of time, I think the corporate gigs dry up. You know what it made call to mind for me was, uh, you know, in in that um, podcast Unreal that talked about Celebrity Big Brother, which I never watched, and obviously, like, UK Celebrity Big Brother was for a time the biggest, Mm. biggest show around. Because Celebrity Treasure Island has never really been in that realm where, you know, the, it just sort of gets strange like that and there's the, the sort of cabin feverish elements. I mean, he hadn't been there for long enough to get cabin fever, but it was something about watching an incredibly famous person who's kind of not been in that kind of public eye for a while. You know, it's like New Zealand of the year, 10 minutes ago. Or maybe it's now. I don't, I don't know how any of that works. But um, And then he's just like unraveling in this quite intense way. So fast. And and completely unprovoked yeah. as well. That's the thing. It wasn't but even I, like he yeah. had a rival or anything. The thing to me is it yes. doesn't feel like an unravel for him. To, but to me it feels like very deliberate, the whole thing. Like yeah. that he, he said that he was going to bring this energy before he was even in the game. True. Mm. So, it wasn't a response to circumstances. No, it was, I mean, he, he propelled it the whole time. Mm. What's going to be interesting is what he says next week. Correct. Through the tears as to... You know, I mean, I assume the tears are going to be about how about Alex in some mm. way, how proud he is of her or something. Um, but I'm secretly hoping he's just like breaking, you know, like just really upset because Mel betrayed him. And yeah, <laughs> and it's just like can't can't be on this island any longer. And his eye has exploded. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but his eye might have been exploding from all the pressure of the tears that are apparently true. coming. <laughs> Do you think it's a problem that week one we lost the narrator? Mm-hmm. Guy Montgomery. Week two, we've lost the mega villain. Yeah, but like, look no. at the bench. It's so I know. deep. It's no, I don't think it's a problem at all. Like, we've got Susie. We've got Susie, we've got Lynette, we've got Mel, who are just going to be a thing. Mm. Yeah, Alex is a great commentator. True. Karen's um, a great commentator. Karen's, Karen's a great commentator. Karen's great too. <laughs> like, there's still plenty of meat there. Sweet Cam. Yeah, he's so sweet. I want to see more of Cam, actually. Hopefully we will. I think I, I, Shimpala's... Oh, Chappelle's great too. Very funny. so funny. But when he was doing like the, um, the tribute to Eats <laughs> with right. a big piece of wood, very good. <laughs> okay, well, that's, uh, that's, that's CTR. We're going to take a quick break and we shall return with The Block Week 9. Okay, The Block Week 9. Oh, the Whoa. most anticipated, excited week where they go back and do the rooms that we've already seen. Yeah, well. They repaint a wall. It's a new cushion. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know what's more exciting. Is it go back and redo an old room or is it toilet and hallway week? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. When we, got to, when we got to the coming. end, it got announced. <laughs> like, it, just separate these two weeks out, please. Yeah. The only thing is, is there going to be, is there dinner wars? Is that just not even nah. happening? I think it's not happening. Too much Why controversy. They, they sunk Del- all the cash easy. into the slam poetry night. Deliver easy. Because that's the only thing that could save Powder Room and Stairwell Week, mm. is if we had some, ex- some exciting multi-night <laughs> challenge. It's such a botch season. It should be the end of the franchise. Okay, I want to say, to be fair to the poor block, who still holds a special place in my heart, it's really hard going up against CTI, and we haven't been watching, because we have had so much television to watch, the three of us, We've been skipping straight to the room reveals, which means we we are missing some of those little gold nuggets of fun in between. And well, so yeah, but they, they they do have a previously on the block, and they're 
It, that is almost unwatchable. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. It's just like a real lack of energy when you come off CTI where everyone's screaming and racing around and doing all this stuff and then you just get to the block and it's just like someone rolling. But we're also, the block has this weird thing where it doesn't build up to, I mean, obviously it builds up to auctions, but in terms of the room reveals, all the good stuff's at the front. Like, mm. the, you know, all the bathrooms and the kitchens and the stressful stuff's all at the beginning and then we get to the odds and ends. But it didn't used to be a problem. I, I think what's happened is these teams have got together before the the cameras started rolling and they've said, we're just going to be mates. We've done this before. Yeah. We know what it's like. We're just going to be mates. And to be, again, to be fair to the block, which I don't like to be, but this week there was a little, uh, finally at least some tension where, uh, you know, Ben and Chloe kind of, you know, sort of ganked Ben and Quinn and, you know, Ben, one of the Ben's a bit annoyed and, like, yeah, but it's just like... It doesn't last long, it though, doesn't does it? Really last. It's not like it's so those season-long grudges that you get with the likes of Amy and Stu or the twins. Remember the twins? Yeah. How great were they? Going up, going off to the park to get on the Literally piss in the middle of the night? no one has leapt the fence. No one's <laughs> leapt the fence. <laughs> no, and, 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 and the thing is, what, what, when, when Ben and Chloe Ben betrayed the, the sort of let's all be mates kind of detente, what did other Ben do? Just sat there and kind of did, gave like a steely grin. It's like, give us something. It was cute. And he's like, you know, how do you feel about that? And Ben was like, not good. And that was like the extent of the conflict. That was like, the yeah. biggest moment yeah. of drama in block history for the season. And then, of course, there was the dramatic giving zeros at room reveal. And then the big reveal was that. Well, it wasn't really a big reveal, but I didn't realise that Adam and Stacey have given zeros at every single, not room reveal, sorry, at um, team judging. They've been doing it, they've done it for three team judgings. They've been giving zeros. Oh, okay. And I've got no memory of this. No. <laughs> well, you haven't seen <laughs> it. We watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, there was a team challenge where there was a crazy memory game uh, that Chloe and Ben won. That looked like it would go on for a long time. But I don't watch it. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you watch it on double speed. I watch it on double speed. So, what's it? Fast it, it seconds at a time a lot. How does um, double speed sound? Like, just do a little pressure? Um, today on the block, we're going to be going over to the. <laughs> Whoa, you have a lot lady. Oh, no. I don't know. The queen, she lives. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> um, and there was a game changer that was to do with tying knots. Quite, quite. Um, Treasure Island-esque challenges this week, actually. They had to tie knots and then untie knots. And uh, Adam and Ribs won, because Ribs came in. Yes, Ribs. Yes, Ribs. <laughs> With his weird poncho. Yeah. <laughs> Stacey had to go and get her uh, her throat seen too. She'd caught, turns out she caught a virus that had damaged her vocal cords, so she's getting some surgery. Of course, Lisa came in when Adam was away at the funeral, so Ribs came in while Stacey was away at the doctor's. Um, and that was nice to see him again. Didn't really catch much of what he did because was fast-forwarding a lot. Uh, but they won two <laughs> envelopes. That's great. They won, they won, for the game changer, they won an envelope for themselves and they had to choose a, a team to give the other envelope to and they chose Marie and James because Marie offered to do cleaning for them. And uh, one got a, a plus one and one got a minus one. Um, Adam's trying to sell off his eco-decorator hours uh, and did you see what happened with the psychic? Who went to a psychic? Was that, that them? Oh no, no, sorry, that was Chloe. It wasn't, it wasn't was a psychic; it was meditation. Oh did you I just don't fast watch forward? It. <laughs> <laughs> in the previously on, yeah, I saw it in the recap, and I was like, "That looks interesting." No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, opposite. They just went and did some meditation to center oh, okay. themselves. Yeah, so much less exciting than a psychic. Um, so with the scoring for the redos, basically the team that was going to win is the one that had made the the greatest. Um, 
improvement on their, their score from the last one. So it was really always Chloe and Ben's to win, considering they got a one for their kitchen. And they bunked in an island, bunged in an island and, and got a better score and they won. Ta-da. Do you reckon they threw the kitchen? Because it was a lot better. It was an easy fix. It was an easy fix. Yeah, no, I don't think they threw the kitchen. That's okay. quite a smart thing to do, though. When you well, know what you're... reckons is you just, you've got to throw a room. Oh. Because like, there's, no, there's no difference between coming second and last, but you throw a room where you've got a plan to fix it, and you just basically got a guaranteed win. Yeah, true. That's a good point. God, she's smart. She's smart. She's, she's smart. really smart. Yeah. How did you? Anyway, <laughs> um, you made one mistake, and yes, and then so we leave. The we leave life. the show as we said. We're sorry about the spoiler, but we leave the show with the exciting news that next week is Powder Room and Stairs Week, <laughs> and and uh, Adam's got some big plans, but it's not for the stairs. What is he Uh-oh. planning to do in that Powder Room? Is what I want to know. You go. You go. Kangaloo. You live most Kangaloo. of your life never hearing Powder Room. I know. And then the block comes along, <laughs> and I it's did, Powder Room. This that. <laughs> I know, and it also fundamentally, like it's like it's completely dissonant with what it actually is. Because powder room sounds like this cool boutique, and it's like <laughs> actually your worst toilet by far. <laughs> well, it's just a small, just a room that's just a toilet and a half sink. That's, yeah. that's all Wheelers. it is. Worst toilet by far. I don't know. Sometimes it's, you need those toilets. Yeah, you need it. But sometimes it's, it's nice to be tiny yeah, but with a half sink. Sometimes it's nice to be in a sort of a more cozy space than sort of surrounded by the big old shower and clawfoot bath and wet, mm. wet clawfoot area. Bath. I don't know. <laughs> the Queen again. <laughs> Reincarnated. Um, anyway, so it's going to be exciting. Can't wait to see those stairs and those lows. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh. How many weeks are left? I don't know. What's don't left like to many. do? I think it's like two or three. Is, is there an be, outside? There's an, there'll probably be like a courtyard or a deck or something. And then <laughs> there'll be... Courtyard week. Then there'll be... Do, do, Gary? Oh, or, have we done Gary? Odds and Ed's Odds and Ed's and TK? Odds and Ed. Odds and Ed's. I don't know. Drive-by week. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Boom. <laughs> Do the boom. <laughs> boom beautification. Oh, I feel like they're really just going to just haul it out, eh? <laughs> I can't believe James and Ray got rid of their laundry shoot. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's like that one thing I liked. That, is the big, that was the big controversy, wasn't it? I, <laughs> <laughs> my God. I like the laundry shoot, too. I think that's very practical. I don't think we've ever been more out on a show. <laughs> this is, like, really... Like, we, we normally can sort of... Fight, like, all one of us is into it and people are feigning like this is you you particularly <laughs> so just, you've just quit so I've hard quit. On there is so much TV yeah. we've been so doing much. Below Deck Masked Singer CTI The Block ish Break off, the Bake Off. Other things. I've been watching Bake Off, House of Dragon, yeah. well, The Rings the of Power, hey, here's The a Rehearsal. Take. I think The Rehearsal's bad. Yeah, I, I think, think it's just not a good show. Okay, this is interesting. This is a lot of. I think it's really take. complicated at right. the, uh, towards the end, and I don't think it. It didn't make it me just feel good, land. and I didn't. Yeah, I'm like, what happened? Well, okay, I, know, I know I've got a big theory. Do you want a big theory? No. Okay. What is it? Okay. Did you ever watch the Romanovs? No. no. So it was a show that came after Mad Men, which Matthew Weiner, the, the Mad Men creator, is. And to be fair, Nikki likes it. I think it was it was sort of good, but it was also six loosely linked movies and it was and, and, and Amazon Prime bought it because they were just like whatever you want Matthew Weiner you can have it and I think that's what's happened with Nathan Fielder he makes this mm. amazing show Nathan Fielder for Comedy Central there's a bidding war HBO are like 
we'll give you no notes, just go off and make your show, you're a crazy auteur. And it's like, people need notes. You can't just go and make a thing and and just that's just you and your brain. Like you, you like you got to make a format. Like you got to try and make something for an audience. The, re- the rehearsal just was like weird and boring and not good. And that's the end of my sermon. That was. Can we just clip that and run that for the fold mm. next week? Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Um, the beer. You watched it. Love it. Incredible. Like the beer. The so good. good. So good. And that's a tight twenty-two minutes. So great. Oh. I just inhaled the whole thing. Also, as I sort of uh, mentioned earlier, I'm playing um, League of Legends now. I'm a gamer after watching players. I think you've been a big gamer for a while because remember when you went into crypto, play to earn games? Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, that dropped off. Yeah, XC Infinity had a big ju- This one's just, just for fun now. Just for fun. Anyway. I love I love, I love, love your journey. <laughs> in life in general. Yeah. Thanks. It's very free. I don't know what the destination is, but I'm trying all the things along the way and none of them are sticking because I have no stickability. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Hey, doing this podcast for a long time, though. That's right. Eight years. Is it? That's Seven and a half. Long, Seven long time. But the spinoff turned eight on Saturday. No one knows. Did it? Yeah, did. Cut it, Ethan. Eight years cut it, cut it. I know. Thanks, bye. And then the Queen died. Bye. Kia ora e te iwi, te ai Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spinoff Podcast Network.